0: The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Now, we learned from the Irish Times today that Irish troops are to provide weapons training to the Ukrainian armed forces. Paul Murphy is a people before profit. TD, Paul, are you surprised by this? I suppose I'm not
1: very surprised. Um, We opposed the participation of the Irish Defence Forces in this EU uh, military training mission because, precisely, it is a full-spectrum military training mission with a stated purpose of enhancing the capability of the Ukrainian uh, army. But at the same time, the government reassured the public – the Tornister said on multiple occasions that the training to be provided would be non-lethal training. Repeatedly in the Dáil when we raised it, repeatedly in the media when we raised it, government representatives said this is all humanitarian, it's non-lethal. But now it's, it's definitely the case that the Irish government, having lied to the public and misled the Dáil, actually has signed up for Irish troops in engaged in uh, training of Ukrainian soldiers in weapons and military tactics. And and that is another extremely serious breach of what is left of our neutrality. Um, It isn't really possible to continue to say that you are neutral if you are providing military training for one side in a military conflict. Even if we're right in saying that, you know, the aggressor here is imperialist uh, Russia, is uh, Putin. It still is very clearly a breach of neutrality to then say we're going to provide military training to
0: uh, one side in this conflict. Lisa Chambers is Fianna Fáil senator. Uh, Lisa, is it still government's position that we're providing non-lethal training?
2: It is. And I want to completely disagree with what Paul has said that it's a breach of our neutrality. It's not. We are a military neutral country and that we are non aligned. We are not aligned to NATO, for example, and we are not aligned to a military organization. That's what our military neutrality means. But we are not neutral when it comes to the war in Ukraine. We are absolutely full square behind Ukraine. We want them to win this. We want them to get their country back. And we don't want them to lose to Russia because they are a sovereign state and they've been illegally invaded. And the impact of the Ukrainian war on Ireland been, has been so significant. We have nearly 100,000 Ukrainian refugees here that have made Ireland their, their second home. Um, the impact on our energy prices, food inflation, all impacted by the war. So yes, we absolutely want this war to end and we want Ukraine to have their country back. And in doing that, I mean, we have to acknowledge that Russia is far bigger. It is far superior in terms of its capabilities. Ukraine simply cannot defend itself on its own. And if Europe and the UK and the US don't assist in some way they won't be able to protect mm. themselves and defend their country. So, you know, are we to sit back and, and not help these people? Or, or or what is, I mean, what is Paul suggesting? So I can go through, and if it's helpful, what we are providing. We are providing basic military training. And remember that many of these, what we call soldiers, are ordinary civilians, people like you and I that were never soldiers yeah. and never intended to be but soldiers. Are we providing and weapons training? we will be providing drill and structure training which can lead to weapons training so, so how, how basic, do you define that hand. forget
0: forget the debate about neutrality but how how do you define that as being non-lethal
2: well what we're doing is allowing people to defend themselves, bearing in mind, Kieran, many of these people are not soldiers. That's not their profession. It's not what they signed up to do. But they're trying to defend their country. And but you're not teaching them rhetoric, safely,
0: like you're teaching them to defend themselves violently. And, and again, listen, there's been lots of people who who, who think that's what we should be doing. I want to. We can we can go down that road in just a moment. But the idea that that's non-lethal training, I, I mean, that's a bit of a stretch, isn't it?
2: What we're doing is providing basic military training, leadership training drill instructor training, uh, training on how to remove explosives and IEDs, uh, medical training and engineering training. That is the list of training that we're currently providing. We are not providing any weapons to Ukraine. We are not entering Ukrainian territory. And we are trying to to, to assist people who have no military training whatsoever, ordinary civilians, to basically protect themselves as best they can. Uh, nobody wants this war, nobody supports this war, but we are where we are, as the saying goes. And if we don't help these people in some way, and, and what we're doing is quite limited in terms of, you know, other countries are doing different things within their own their own their own um, political system. What we are doing is, is providing training and assistance, but very much okay. at arm's length. And it to suggest that we are in breach of our military. Military neutral position is simply factually okay. not correct.
0: Okay, but but the, the the instruction we would provide in basic weapon skills that that that's non-lethal.
2: In my view, you're not you're not you're not going in in terms of actually to, you're not fighting the war for them. You're not entering their territory. But if you take an ordinary civilian and expect no, them to I appreciate the
0: training without... is non-lethal, but uh, 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 in the sense that we're not actively involved. But we were told that that the training itself would be in non-lethal areas. How is weapons training a non-lethal area?
2: Well, in terms of drill and structure and weapons handling, it's, it's simply allowing people to protect themselves and not harm themselves while they're doing whatever <laughs> they can to try and defend their territory. But to suggest okay. for breach neutrality, we're not. And I mean, I would put it back to Paul. What are you suggesting we should do? Should we just completely sit back and not help these people? Because okay. that seems so to be yeah, so so they don't.
1: OK,
0: go on. Go on, Paul. How so, do we help let, them let,
1: let me answer. I'm going to answer the question and then I'm going to pose questions back to you, Lisa, if that's OK. So what I think we should be doing, and we propose in the doll, but the government has opposed, we, we should be calling for debt cancellation for Ukraine. Huge amount of money is still flooding out of Ukraine uh, to pay debts for the, vet, the, the debts built up by various uh, oligarchs, which is going to cut across the reconstruction of the country. Secondly, I think we should be increasing the amount of humanitarian aid we're giving to Ukraine. And thirdly, I think we should shut down the IFSC being used as a conduit, a shadow banking sector for oligarchs from Russia and elsewhere, which continue to fuel the war. And I don't understand why the government hasn't done those things. So in other words, I think we should do things to assist the ordinary Ukrainian people without using the war to abandon neutrality and then secondly We're let not me put using it the war to abandon neutrality that's a ridiculous statement Let me you had a good run there um, and what you said in your run was calling for basically an end to neutrality. And let, let's have that debate. But let's didn't stop call dancing. I not for an end to neutrality. I know okay, that's But well, well, what you're in favour of, you're in favour of the Irish government and Irish soldiers providing military training to Ukrainian soldiers. OK, fine. But then don't hide that position. Don't pretend that that's just non-lethal training. It is not non-lethal training. We're training people to use weapons to kill other people, right? So then de- let, let's have To defend have that themselves, Paul. And and it,
2: you know, it, it, nobody's hiding but, behind but, anything. But, I've been very clear on the position. Hiding.
1: You're absolutely hiding no, behind it. and the, your hold response. On, uh, Lisa, hold on. If, let, I, let, if I can Paul, respond no, let, yeah, to those we'll points. No, let Paul raise. finish his point I, I and then you can absolutely question. respond. Okay. Michal Martin lied to the public he misled the doll repeatedly and he lied to the public when he said you're engaged in non-lethal training you want to be involved more and more in this war but the public cannot trust you and this is another example of why you, why why they can't look mm. at this war but the front lines of the war are basically the same as they have been for almost a year since November 2022 the death toll is heading towards half a million people more and more weapons are being flooded into Ukraine but the front lines are not changing so is, is our and just going to go along with the agenda of NATO okay, here, who that- have their own agenda, which is not about the liberation of Ukrainian people. It's their own geopolitical agenda here. Or should we not be using our neutral position, mm. defending that neutral position, calling for Russian withdrawal and being okay. a voice for peace on the international stage?
0: Uh, Lisa, your response?
2: Well, look, I mean, that all sounds lovely that we'd call for peace and that we'd ask Russia to withdraw. And I mean, if I thought that would work, certainly we would support that. We would love Russia to withdraw in the morning. I think it's quite unlikely, Paul. And that's, you know, that's commentators right across the globe would be in agreement with that. So to to, to go back to the three areas where Paul has suggested Ireland should help, that we should advocate for debt cancellation, humanitarian aid, and that we would abandon the use of the IFSC for the funneling of oligarchs money. All of those things are on the table, but that's just money, Paul. So you want to just throw money at it. Why haven't you done them? Again, can I respond to the issues you've raised, or is it just so yourself? Why didn't you
0: do them, I know, Paul? Go, I, I I interrupted Lisa Thanks, to let me. you respond. So, Lisa, thank you. So as
2: it, she it, seems me position, it seems to be the position. It seems to be. It seems to be the position of people before profit and Paul Murphy that we just simply fire money from the sidelines and stand back as though we are observers because that's just an easy position to adopt. What we are doing, and I make no apology for it, we have a sovereign state where people are fighting for the future of their country, the exi- the, ver- the very existence of their country. It is in Europe. They not, may not be in the European Union, but they are on the way to it. To becoming members of the European Union. We are helping them to defend their territory and I do think there is support for that. We are not providing weapons, we are not entering Ukrainian territory and to sit back and say we'll just throw money at it and stand on the sidelines and, and, and be, be independent of all of this. Mm-hmm. Everybody is involved in this war, Paul, because we're all impacted by it and what we are trying to do to protect Ukraine as best we can and assist them is at least help them to defend themselves, because many of these, as I said, Kieran, they they're not soldiers, they're ordinary men and women that never intended to be on the front line anywhere. But that's where they find themselves with no skills no training. And in that position, they are very, very vulnerable and they are up against a country much bigger, much larger with a much yeah. greater capability. They cannot win on their own. That's, that's the fact of it. So, I mean, it's a very luxurious position to sit back and say, oh, not our, not our business and we won't get involved. Mm. We're very fortunate that we're not stuck in the middle of it. But I do think we have to help people as best we can. And as I said, it yeah. is basic military training it is training in removing explosives and combat medical training and engineering. These are areas where we have very good, highly skilled Defence Force mm. personnel here in our Defence Forces and they are helping people to build those skills to protect themselves.
0: Paul, debt cancellation provides very little solace if a Russian soldier's kicking in your front door. So why not do this? The moral, the moral imperative is to do this, is the argument.
1: But, but that's an argument for us to send, like, weapons to Ukraine right? That, that, that's what that is an argument for. And some people want to make that argument, and okay, let's have that debate. Um, I think it's important that we defend neutrality in this context, because I think there is an agenda driven by the government and by the armaments corporations who are making huge profits out of this war at the moment. You can go and check their share prices and their recorded uh, uh, profits, right? And it's an agenda of militarization. and I think it's important that Ireland resists that, so expresses our solidarity with the people of Ukraine, make a real difference, which let's be honest if Ireland was to be a voice for debt cancellation uh, if Ireland was to increase humanitarian aid, if Ireland was to shut the flow of money to Russian oligarchs and other oligarchs through the IFSC that would be far more meaningful than 30 soldiers participating in some training exercises. Well, let's be Paul, real, that's but not, it would no, touch th- on the interests of we those have that Fianna Fáil it, and Fine Gael, Paul, uh, represent. let's be no, real I, about it we have, massive, but can, we have
2: massive sanctions I, levelled by the European Union against Russia so we are hitting them in their pocket and we have been doing that since the beginning of this war and it hasn't brought the war to an end. So exactly. when you say express and solidarity, platitudes are lovely and, they're, but, and it's a lovely but, position to be in but to express solidarity. Lisa, but that's Lisa. not real action. Okay, we Paul, have seen
1: Paul. the biggest weapons transfer, his, its transfer of weapons in history has taken place here and the battle lines have not shifted from November 2022. Almost half a million people have now been killed. So the idea that throwing more weapons into this and Ireland becoming a voice for increased Militarization is going to help. It hasn't helped until now. Lisa, Lisa,
0: you can come back in a moment but let Paul finish his point.
1: We've been pursuing this strategy and it hasn't been a success. And what has been happening in reality, right, is that I don't believe that the armaments corporations, I don't believe that the US has the interests of ordinary Ukrainian people in their mind. That's not why they're doing this. This is part of a broader conflict that they have with Russia and China. And it's in their interest to kind of bog Russia down, weaken Russia as much as possible, drag this thing out. Mm. And I don't think that Ireland should be aligning with that. We should be aligning with ordinary Ukrainian people. that's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. And if I can respond to the point about EU militarisation, not the in NATO. You made the NATO point.
0: Go on, I started with Paul, I finish with Lisa.
2: So, Paul, you made the point that we shouldn't be pursuing this strategy. The only strategy the Irish government are pursuing is to support the Ukrainian people in their decision their decision as a sovereign nation to defend their territory, and we absolutely support that. And we are not throwing weapons at anything because we're not sending any weapons. And just to put into context, the maximum number of Defence Forces personnel at any one time out of the state is up to 30 people. That is it. So it's very basic military training, as I said, to ordinary people that were never intended to be soldiers. But that's where they find themselves. So I think a lot of the points Paul is making are simply not factually correct in terms of where we're at.
0: Senator Lisa Chambers, Paul Murphy, People Before Profit TD, uh, thank you both very much uh, for joining us. We're not neutral, says one listener, but we have every right to train any country to defend itself from an aggressor. Or rather, we are neutral, uh, is how that text starts. Uh, John says, let's end the hypocrisy. Yes, at the behest of the church, we were quite neutral during World War II. Let's take our place amongst the right-thinking countries of the world against tyranny and end this facade of neutrality. Another listener says, uh, neutrality is not enshrined in our constitution and one more for the moment, but people seem to have strong views on this. I would be gobsmacked if Irish troops have a whole lot to teach Ukrainian soldiers in need their tactics uh, or arms." The hard shoulder with Kieran Cotey with Nissan weekdays from 4 on news
2: talk.